Welcome in. It is Jake Temshek joined by Kevin Carboneau, Adam Gray, and Kevin BK Allaire. We are the Unruly Gents Fantasy Football Podcast. Fellas, by the time the listeners hear this show, it will be time for real football. It's back. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Yay! With that said, we are going to go over the previews, the matchups for your week one. Uh, the one o'clock to four o'clock Sunday night football and Monday night football. The players that we are hoping will have a phenomenal week one. The players that we are hoping to avoid. Uh, quick notes. Sad news for Broncos fans out there. Von Miller is out for the season with a dislocated tendon. Gray, is that possible? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't – I actually haven't read into what the injury is, but, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> I don't know what – I feel like – yeah, it's like rather than the tendon snapping somewhere in the middle, it basically <laughs> comes off where it attaches to the bone. That sounds healthy. Yeah, yeah. that sounds horrid. That sounds horrific. Yeah, yeah I don't want horrific. any part of that. I, I, yeah. There's a lot of things I don't want detaching from my body, but tendons, that's up there. Yeah. Man, sad news for Broncos fans, though. I mean, does the defense take a big hit losing, I don't know, their best player? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, considering Bradley Chubb would probably isn't yeah. playing either, yeah, they're, they're screwed. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Jarrell Casey. Sorry, dude. Remember that time you thought you were coming to an elite uh, front line there? Oh. Now you are the front line, my friend. Oh, right. What about the secondary? Oh, Chris Harris is gone too. Yeah, I forgot about that. Do we think Von Miller retires after? No. After that, I hope not. You don't think so? I mean, I don't if, think it's, so. if it's like an Achilles injury, it's really tough to come back from. But luckily, it is week mm-hmm. one, so he's got right. an entire season to actually heal, which is helpful. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, don't, I don't think you're. I don't know. He's he can't be more than he's like, mid thirties. No, no, I didn't think he was that. He's got to be. He's got to be like thirty one, oh. maybe. Let's see. Let's look it up. This is yeah. what, this is what the internet's for, this guys. It's, it's tech <laughs> technology. That's why we have smartphones. BK, you look that up. Some other injury news. Mike Evans day to day with a hamstring injury. Unfortunately, the same hamstring that landed him on the IR last year. I don't feel too good about week one with Mike Evans. So Chris Godwin owners, on the other hand, mm. might be jumping for joy, especially Kevin yeah, Urban owned. I am <laughs> jumping for joy because I need about a million points. Uh, <laughs> over under Chris Godwin, 11 receptions for 110 yards. I'm going to say under mm. on the receptions, over on the yards. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, second and a touchdown. And a touchdown. I think, and a touchdown. I think he gets a lot of attention by the Saints defense, but in typical Saints defense fashion, he will catch <laughs> probably three deep balls for two touchdowns because that's he, what the Saints do. He could get all the attention from every player on the Saints defense and still have a killer game. <laughs> he, he could. <laughs> the, the linemen could be covering him deep. Especially if PJ Williams is anywhere near him, he's guaranteed 200 yards. Now, when PJ was listening, sorry, not sorry. When the Saints defense gives up a long touchdown like that, is it called being Stefan Digged? Ouch. Oh, Uh, sorry. Yikes. (laughs) Yeah. Yikes. All right. Moving on to that reminder. Yes. (laughs) Sorry. It's been real, guys. I'm going to let you finish up the show today. DK taking the rest of the show off. Uh, some other injury news. Brandon Cooks is questionable with a quad injury. I don't I don't exactly feel uh, he's going to be suiting up tomorrow, being the Thursday night game and not Sunday or even Monday. Uh, Will Fuller, full speed ahead. 
Yep. For the first quarter. For the first, first quarter. First quarter. Full speed yeah. ahead, popping that hammy. Yeah. Yeah. First. Well, first he'll, have, down the field. He'll, have, <laughs> he'll have 138 yards and six touchdowns in the first quarter, and, and then, then he'll be injured. The rest of the <laughs> exactly. Yep. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, David Johnson, Duke Johnson, uh, maybe even Kenny Stills getting some looks there. Uh, but Deshaun, that's some other noteworthy news. Uh, that dude just got paid. A lot of money. A lot Murray of Jack money. Prescott is punching the air in Dallas right now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Who knew that him not taking a $30 million contract was going to end up – I love it. Screw the Cowboys. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I love but, everything about it. Oh, I love everything about it. You idiots. It's just amazing to me. Remember the thing you got Dak and Amari done, though. Yeah. Two players, yeah. and it's going to be, what, a $100 million I'm sorry, not back, uh, Zeke. Yeah. Yeah. Just imagine – remember the days where we're like, man, $22 million a year for a quarterback? Looking at you, Jay Cutler, Joe Flacco, Tony Romo. That era of extensions was just absurd for these mediocre players. And now it's like yeah. guys that actually maybe deserve to be paid. They're getting paid. <laughs> so, they're getting, getting billion-dollar extensions. Yeah. Well, I think meanwhile, that meanwhile, just, guys like Brady and Breezer is making $25 million. Right, right. <laughs> no big deal. But I mean, it's it's the NFL equivalent to imagine if you were 98 years old and someone said, "Hey, I'll pay you 25 million dollars this year." Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess I'd take that. Any other news you can th- you guys can think of for uh, injuries? Anything noteworthy? Uh, uh, Jalen Ramsey. Note. Quick note, 31, 31 for Von Miller. Vaughn, 31. 31. Uh, uh, crazier things have happened. Luke Keekley retired. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew Luck. I mean, yeah. I did have to laugh. Did you see the note that Miles Garrett uh, considered retirement after the whole incident with Mason Rudolph? I, I did not see any of Where that. Where he actually. smashed his head in. So it wasn't as funny. It wasn't as funny that he was thinking about retirement. More so the fact that he's like, hey, I, I'm looking to clear the air with the guy. Miles, Mason Rudolph doesn't remember who you are. You right. <laughs> so far out of his head. Mason Rudolph doesn't remember who Mason Rudolph is. <laughs> it's like, yeah. He's still calling himself Ration Rudolph. Close enough, buddy. You're making it. How many times do you think he accidentally put on uh, Devlin Hodges' jersey last year? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no. Rudolph. Rudolph. No. Oh, Duck? It's my name, Duck. Duck. My name's Duck. He's like, okay, let's make this easy for you. Blank. The red nosed reindeer. He's like Hodges. Duck. <laughs> reindeer. <laughs> like, all right, I think he's out. Put him on the IR. <laughs> uh, so, speaking of football, and I'm excited for tomorrow. You, you couldn't have asked for a better <clears throat> opening night Thursday night game. Pat Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, obviously Chiefs Texans. That. That's going to be a fun game, regardless of Brandon Cooks not playing, you know, whatever. But let's let's address the elephant in the room: the fact that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is on every one of my fantasy football teams. So good for I, you. Uh, I'm just hoping. Give me. I don't even. I don't even care if he rushes for 50 yards. Give me the receptions. Maybe a receiving touchdown. I mean, you should probably stick. care about that. I think you should. Yeah. You should probably care about that. A little bit. As a running back. Less. Yeah. I, I care you less and less every day. Rushing guys. <laughs> that's, you know, that's actually probably a good point. <laughs> are all of your leagues PPR leagues? Because they are. Not, you should really care. Okay. They are. Uh, <laughs> they are. 
Now, is there anybody, obviously the big names, you know, the two quarterbacks are good starts. Obviously, Travis Kelsey could finish at the tight end one for the week with the exception yeah, of George yeah. Kittle, who we will get to momentarily. Is there anybody that is kind of off the radar that you think might be a an interesting maybe flex play? In this game, uh, I would say a guy like Randall Cobb. Just because he'll be in the slot, Cooks probably won't be playing. So, I mean... Like, no, no matter where the, where that guy goes, he's a, he's an absolute baller. He just kind of he just kind of racks up targets on every team, whether it's Dallas or Green Bay or now Houston. I mean, he's, he's consistent as hell, which is really surprising. I, I mean, I feel like that guy's been around forever. I feel like he has too. Well, and with and with DeAndre Hopkins gone, I mean, that opens up a lot of targets in general. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just picture 150 targets. They bring in Cooks, and now Cooks isn't playing. It's right. just like yeah. it's gotta be it's gotta be David Johnson, right? It almost seems like the, the no brainer pick for for who is I he's gonna be the more featured guy, but I mean we're talking he could look at eight or nine targets tomorrow too. Oh mm-hmm. for sure. True. Man, I feel like if they felt the need to trade a guy like DeAndre Hopkins for him. They've got to be scheming. I mean, they, they, they really have to be running a lot, a lot which, is, which is idiotic. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. They, they absolutely have to be running plays for this guy to do more than just run the ball. They absolutely have to be calling plays for him to catch screens, catch passes down the field, because he's a really good route runner. So, I mean, they have to really feature him as more than just a running back here. Yeah, and absolutely. There's no way around it. If, it. if they're not, they're just idiots. Well, it is Bill O'Brien, well. so, I mean, after <laughs> And on the chief side of the ball, you can start uh, a player I'm interested is uh, any of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally anyone who touches you can the literally start anybody. You could start the you defense. Know, you could start anybody on that team. You know who I think could be a sneak a sneaky start? Not for not for like our league. That's a ten league, even a twelve league. I mean, maybe a twelve league, depending on if this was like further into the season and people were dealing with buys and shit like <clears> that. Then this pick might be a little bit more so, but. Darren William, Daryl Williams, sorry, excuse me, could be like a sneaky one. Just a not not for like a big workload, but he could he could have 40, 50 yards and a touchdown, maybe, you know, like Absolutely. something small. Like in a in a scenario where you have a real deep league and you need <laughs> and granted, how often do you need a spot start in week one? But you know what I mean. Yeah. He he flashed in in a, albeit a small sample size, but he flashed at times last year when he was given the opportunity. Yeah. But I think it's really I mean, worse in your flex. And they, he's there. He's didn't they just say they said something about him last week? Either he was their starting back on the depth chart, or like that he was. Yeah, not that that means shit, but um, or that he was going to be their second back or something yeah, like that. Like they gave him some little carries with Clyde. <clears throat> yeah. Well, with a rookie starting as on, you know, being your starting running back, there's always that veteran presence behind. That would be not a bad thing to start, especially in this first game right. as, as a starter. Yeah. And if, the, and, and if this game is a blowout, like some of us think it's going to be, he's probably going to get a lot of carries down the stretch. That's just true. Yeah. Time. Absolutely. Yep. Oh, Clyde. Clyde. Keep Clyde in. <laughs> yeah. the right thing, Andy. You just gotta, Garbage time. You just got to extend it run too, him, so. Run him into the run ground. Run him into the ground. Week one. <laughs> he's young. Send it. 75 <laughs> We're not a dynasty league. Send it. Send it. <laughs> you know who went undrafted in three of my leagues was Sammy Watkins. Yeah. It's like people yep. are forgetting that he's even on the Chiefs. 
That's Which because the Chiefs crazy. have forgotten that he's even on the Chiefs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. It's like he, they're, they get to playoffs and they're like, oh. Yeah, he's we have Sammy Watkins. Yeah. He's he's gonna have that one week where he's gonna have yeah. over 100 yards and two was, touchdowns, and you're gonna that was week and you're gonna be like, oh, I have to pick up Sammy Watkins. Yep. And then he's gonna be like, this is it, guys. Peace. It. He's gonna start knocking him clean out of the sky. <laughs> yeah. For our listeners, you may be tempted after Sammy Watkins gets 130 yards and two touchdowns this week to pick him up, even spend 50, 60 percent of your fab. Don't do it. Oh, Don't do it. No. We've been down this road before, and it's really <laughs> and beautiful. And then week two comes, and it's just derelict, and there's guys just pooping on the side of the road. Don't <laughs> do it. It's not worth your money. It's not worth anything. Speaking of pooping, no, actually, we're not going to get into that. Never mind. That's a story for a different day. <laughs> that's a, that's a we'll get there. We'll yes. get there. Yes. Speaking anyway. of the brass. Yes. <laughs> all come full circle. Speaking oh, of poop, God. the Washington <laughs> football team is playing the Eagles oh. at the first, uh, <laughs> our first one o'clock game that we will discuss. God. I was, listen, I had a long <laughs> list of Washington football team jokes. And I'll just prioritize the ones that I thought were the best. Uh, it's WFT right now. They should change it to WTF because that's what everybody thought when they change a stupid name. It's like of all the, I don't know, 7 billion words on the planet, nouns that could have been their mascot. They picked a Washington football team just in case well, people forgot that uh, that's what they are. Who's that dude that uh, – he uh, trademarked like 20 different possible names out of spite just so they couldn't actually pick one of those names. And he wouldn't sell them. Who did that? There was, was some, some random, random dude. Some, some random yeah. dude trademarked like 20 names. That, that, like that, the Red that Tails. Like, oh, and... Yeah, like like every yeah. name that, that they were considering. He's like, nope, all mine. Oh. Not for sale. Good luck. <laughs> that would have been cool. Yeah. Like you know, that's such a hysterical petty thing to do. It's <laughs> it so is. funny. That's so awesome. That it happened to this absolute garbage franchise makes it oh, that much better. That is so like how are you so dumb that you don't do this ahead of time? <laughs> right. Like, that is like so they've been telling Washington you to change your name team. for like five years and you and you didn't think at any point in time that yeah, you know, maybe we should trademark these just in case we actually go through with it. It's like well, they, they don't have enough trademark money. something. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> they could have trademarked like 7,000 names. It would have been like, I don't know. See, 10 grand. And now here here we are in 2020 in such 2020 fashion. Now the first name that I thought of was the Washington Monuments. It's kind of boring, but it makes sense. It's a lot. It's a lot better than the fucking Washington football team. <laughs> well, the problem, literally anything is better. The than problem is everybody's right. like ripping monuments down one by one across the country. So yeah, that's well, out. I'm sure. I'm sure they would be one of them because they're pretty uh, easy to move. They're like, Gosh. we're going to commemorate the Washington Redskins by building a Redskins monument and then tearing it down. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot they're actually playing a football game. So. Find something equally racist to rename them. Yes, <laughs> that's for another Whoops. time not on the show. But is there anybody besides Terry McLaurin? Is there anybody that inspires no. any sort of? Okay, <laughs> no. Uh, no. How about on the no. flip side? Now, the Washington <clears throat> football team, the Washington football defense. Uh, <laughs> pretty good, actually. It's actually not terrible. Okay, it's so actually pretty good. Yeah. So with Carson Wentz having. Uh, a, a 
a dearth of, of, of receiving weapons, we'll say. Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard. Now, Dallas Goddard was still a little banged up. Um, haven't really seen any news that he is going to miss week one by any means, but. Yeah, I think he's good to go week one. I, I would throw it almost my start of the week for the wide receivers is Deshaun Jackson. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. And uh, he, he loves to tear up the NFC. East. Uh, he loves to tear up the NFC thing. East in week one, especially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they play each other week one last year too, when he had 150 yeah, yards he, and two touchdowns? Yeah, and he went off and then yeah. that was it. That was like, I can't play anymore. So I expect much of the same this year. Week one, I mean, you draft him for this for, for this one game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is why you drafted Sean hey, You drafted him, what, the eighth or ninth round to win your first week. That's a, that's a solid trade-off. I don't even think he went in that last draft. That was an actually I'm thinking about it, but... Go, no. go pick him up, dude. He's about to right. win week one. Exactly. I'll start. <laughs> uh, Miles Sanders is back to, I believe, almost full speed. Uh, Doug Peterson saying that he is uh, looking good to go. <clears throat> So any sort of hesitation anyone had about drafting Miles Sanders and starting him week one, I think you can put that to rest. Uh, Boston Scott is another interesting flex spot, especially in a PPR league. Uh, I truly, I mean, I, I shout out to Merv. I love you, buddy. But I, I don't think that's going to be too too exciting of a game to watch. Nope. No. It's going to be over quick. It'll be, it'll be good for about a, a half. Yeah. And that's, that's about it. Either that or it's going to be like, Six three going into the fourth quarter. It's like it's a it's a real barn burner. And it's gonna go one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, listen, again, being such a homer, uh, this one I'm I'm the most excited about. I cannot even put into words the Pats Dolphins. Cam Newton first start. Dolphins just just being the Dolphins. It's magic, <laughs> baby. <laughs> it's magic, you know. It it is going to be interesting because obviously Devonte Parker is a little banged up still. He's going to get a steady, steady dose of of Steph yeah. Gilmore. Yeah, back to practice, which is a good thing. I will keep my opinions out till the end because I know how I feel about this game. But is there anybody on either side aside from Devonte Parker? Obviously, who is the guy that's sticking out that you're like I I. I'm intrigued, and I cannot wait to see what he does week one. This is a really tough matchup because the Dolphins actually have a pretty good secondary. They've got two very good corners, and that does not bode well for guys like Nikhil Harry or whoever else is starting on the outside of the path because I really can't think of it right now. Kobe <laughs> Myers, maybe? Gunnar Olszewski. Yeah. I don't, I don't know who's going to be lined up on the other side. Um I think Edelman's going to go crazy in this game because those other two guys on the outside are going to be covered by Byron Jones and, and like in and Xavier Howard. Like they won't be open. Byron Jones is a terrible matchup for Nikhil Harry. That is everything he does not want to go up against. Yep. <laughs> so I mean, Edelman might be running wild here. He's going to James White really start this week. Yeah, James, James White. White could be. I a like good me start. some James White. Um, are they playing in Foxborough? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I was gonna with all the fans. Yeah, with all the <laughs> well, I was just just the just because of you know the Pats playing in Florida. I'd be I'm interested to see what Cam's gonna do down in Florida because Tom was always terrible. He was always terrible down in Florida. So it, 
it'll be interesting to see what the difference is for that. But the Dolphins always seem to give the Pats just a headache in every <laughs> sense of the word. So we'll see yep. what happens. With the game. Now, did Van Noy and Atlanta Roberts go to Miami this offseason? <clears throat> yes, they I are believe both. so. Yep. So as much as I hate to say it, especially for this game, I think the Dolphins defense is going to be a, a surprising, surprisingly, uh, Aggressive defense by Byron Jones. I mean, he's he's got to be one of the top corners in the league. Yeah, is Xavier Howard back? He was, he was having some domestic violence stuff that usually is not uh, not exactly your golden ticket back to the uh, non yeah. non commissioners except <laughs> list. I didn't hear anything about that, so I have absolutely no idea on that. Yeah. So I'll give you my total homer pick. Cam Newton in a Pats jersey, just it, Cam, Cam Newton can't say enough good. It's starting to look; it'll never look what what TB12 did. I mean, we we looked at two decades of the same, arguably the most handsome human being on the planet. But I, I, we're talking two different, totally different offenses too. So, DK, I think you're right. I think Jules is going to feast because Cam does something that Brady was never able to do. Play breaks down. Guys get through the O-line. Brady's thrown into the ground, especially the last two years. Cam, he can extend the play with his legs. There's Jules in the middle. Or Cam runs for an extra few yards, and guess what? The play's not dead right away. So healthy Cam, I think, is the sky's the limit for this Pats offense. It'll definitely be interesting to see how they use James White, like you said, Kev. Uh, Damian Harris hit in the IR. That sucks. Talk about a uh, – Sony Michelle, baby. Let's hope, man. Sony. I need you to do something this week, buddy. <laughs> I forced to start you in my flex in one league, so I need you to do something. Ooh. Yeah. I don't Ooh. Want That's bad, man. I, I did not draft very well. No. So aside from the Pats, do the any does anybody on the Dolphins side excite anybody besides Devontae Parker? Kalen Balaj is back there, right? Uh, oh, no. Maybe. no. No, no, he's gone. He's on the uh, – is he gone? Jets? He wow. failed, his, he's, he's he's failed his physical. Wow. He failed his physical. He failed his physical. So That's he's actually thing. back. So, so he's wow. he's back. A big fat Kalen Balaz is back <laughs> in the backfield for the Dolphins. Jesus. I think part of it so was just perfect. like, hey, Kalen, touch your toes. And he's like, ah, oh, jeez. I'm out. Uh, <laughs> he's like, run 10 yards like, that way. Um, if, if a guy like Preston Williams can stay healthy. Yeah, he's probably He's probably the only guy I can really see making a huge impact in this yeah. game. Wide out wise, anyways, because I mean, like we said, Parker's going to be getting a steady dose of Mister Ninety Nine on Madden, Steph Gilmore. So um, that's not fun. That's not a fun day for anybody. Granted, Parker had one amazing jump over everybody game against Gilmore yeah. last year, but that's week seventeen. A lot more of that. Yeah, I think I think Gilmore's probably going to take that personally. So like. Yes. Yeah. What, Parker, might, what Parker, do, Parker, Parker might get no catches. <laughs> right. Like he did what? last year, what, week two or week three, whenever. The yeah. AP what game. do we think of Matt Breida? Anything? <sighs> it's tough. He's tough. He's talented. Very talented. Yes. But he's, yeah. But it's just the Dolphins offensive line the Dolphins, is so yeah, bad. Exactly, right. Yeah. So, like if he was still in the Niners, sure. Absolutely. Right. But running behind that line, it's – oh, God. Now, I will say this. <laughs> Pats had difficulty last year stopped, stopping the bigger backs, uh, especially through the tackles. I'm not expecting Jordan Howard to have 100 yards by any means, but 
75 yards and a touchdown. I mean, that's that's not outside the realm of possibilities, especially the Pats losing Absolutely. some key players on their defense. Yeah. Uh, I honestly, if it's between any of the Dolphins players, I think the one I'm, I would be the most intrigued is maybe Gasicki. Uh, keep maybe. in mind, the Pats secondary is one of the best in the league. They didn't really lose any. They lost Chung. And they replaced him with Phillips. So, I mean, it's Steph Gilmore, you know, Jason McCourty, Jonathan Jones, J.C. Jackson. Like, that's, again, not not like a total homer. Like, that's that's a steel curtain secondary. Like, they're they're not – I have no doubt that that they're going to do fine against the Miami's uh, elite, high-powered, high-octane offensive Fitzmagic. (laughs) I mean, Brita Brita out of the backfield catching the passes could be – dangerous for mm-hmm. the Pats defense. Cause I, I mean, who's going to cover him? Which one of your linebackers is going to be covering this, this guy right now? That's well, right now, for all, all the ones that are gone right now, it's either going to be a rookie, uh, Jawan Bentley or a rookie. Mm. So yeah, that, that doesn't bode well for anybody. So... Yeah, you guys lost Jamie, like, like having Jamie Collins on that team was, was amazing. Key. Yeah. Like that guy could run with anybody. He could jump with anybody. So having that athletic of a linebacker was huge. And losing that and being left with a bunch of guys that just opted out, they are gonna be struggling. Yes. Yeah. Which is why Belichick just tried to sign to leave, and he was like, "I don't have it anymore." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm out, man. It was. It was hilarious. I was actually watching his uh, interview <laughs> after that. He was talking about uh, Belichick calling him, and he was like, "Yeah, I got the role of a lifetime for you. We just want you to come out and cover tight ends." Every week, so he's he's he, he saw the schedule. He's like, hmm, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Darren Waller. Yeah, yeah I'm good. <laughs> I'm actually okay this year. Out of 16 games, I have to cover the top 16 tight ends. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Yeah. Uh, moving on, the Packers and Vikings. Uh, Daniel Hunter was another one though. He was placed on the IR, which is uh, that is sad news for Vikings fans. He is an absolute stud off the edge. Uh. Aaron Rodgers comes out and says that his Packers are quote flying under the radar. Now, can you fly under the radar? The the radar. <laughs> the radar. <laughs> you definitely can't fly under the radar. Uh, can you fly under the radar as a thirteen and three team though? Does that? Does that I mean, they were probably the most unwatchable thirteen and three team last year. <laughs> I don't know how they went thirteen and three. They they won like ten games by like four points each. I don't, yeah, they I don't were understand not, how that yeah. happened. But. Nine and one in one score game. That's not going to happen two years in a row. Nope. No way. So, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Now, I've, I've heard whispers. I'll believe it when I see it, but I've heard whispers that this year could be Aaron Rodgers' best year in terms of overall stats. Mm. That'd be pretty – that'd be pretty impressive considering he had, what, like a hundred – he was his passer rating was like 131 years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the the key to success is week one to week for the rest of his career. If he stays with the Packers, Devontae Adams needs to stay healthy, and they need to have Absolutely. an established number two. Whether that's Lazard, mm-hmm. St. Brown, whoever else, Valdez Scantling. Valdez Scantling. They need – Reggie Bagleton. Reggie Bagleton. <laughs> nah, he got cut. Did he? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, man, so Reggie, so Reggie, you've officially lost your celebrity status, which means you have absolutely oh, no excuse why you can't be on the show. So, and we can no longer use your name uh, in funny ways. Oh, so sorry, Reggie. 
Yeah, wow. Looks like it's uh, it's what was that other guy? That tight end's name? Jay Sternberger. <laughs> no, not that one. The uh, Keithan. Oh no, that's Seathen. he's on the Bengals. Seathan. Yep. Seathan. We'll get to you, Seathan. Don't worry, buddy. You're up next. <laughs> uh they need one of those guys to really establish themselves as number two. I mean, Rogers. Remember the days I we talked about on a previous show. He was able to carry three wide receivers to be fantasy relevant. I mean, that's mm-hmm. great. Aaron Jones, maybe the start of the week for the running backs. <clears throat> yeah, the, maybe. I mean, the Vikings. Their 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 defense is sneaky soft. They're hurting. Yeah. They're hurting on defense. I don't even know how sneaky it is anymore. It's not a but. secret. I, I'm. I'll mark it. They are going to finish a bottom five defense in terms of points given up. Yeah, I mean, especially if they do as terrible a job at covering, covering the Wilds as they did last year. Uh like yeah. I mean, I guess it depends how much are they going to hold the ball themselves because that's how they play now. But. Yeah, I definitely think he could have. I mean, looking at the schedule down the line, he definitely could be one of the major starts of the week um, at running back. I mean, outside of the guys that are going to be starts of the week, no matter who they play. But, right. uh, yeah. For the Vikings, having, I guess, the kind of unknown of the, the tight ends uh, between Rudolph and Irv Smith, uh, Adam Thielen, obviously, maybe start with confidence, <clears throat> but – Justin Jefferson starting as number three. Uh, they only ran uh, three wide receivers, uh, less than 50% of their snaps last year. I don't see too much production week one from Jefferson. Uh, Packers have a sneaky uh, good secondary, too. They have a really good secondary. Yeah. Uh, is there anybody else? Obviously, you know, Dalvin Cook and names, obviously, you know, guys, we're not always going to talk about guys that are kind of the no brainer star. Devontae, right. you're not going to sit him. Dalvin Cook. You draft in the first round. You're not going to sit him, <laughs> no, right? I might. Uh, I might. And just, <laughs> just out of spite, you're not. You're not worthy of all my first round uh, talent players. <laughs> uh, but I've said it before. I'll say it every single time I have the opportunity to draft AJ Dillon. Keep him on your bench. Don't start him week one. Don't. Oh yeah, you 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 forgot about you forgot to mention the news that they're working towards an extension with Aaron Jones. Because I don't believe it. I believe it when I see it. They see what they have. They didn't draft him in the second round. Just have they saw his hamstrings match. and they're scared now. They're scared of his hamstrings and they're like, oh, we can't give this Aaron Jones guy a, a thing. AJ Dillon's hamstrings are gonna come punch me in the face or something. I just picture them bringing him into like a meeting or something. They're like, uh, AJ, can you have a seat, please? And he just looks down at his giant quads and hamstrings and he's like. I think I'll stand. <laughs> you think I got these giant claws from sitting? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, moving on. Uh, Colts, Jags. Uh, I'd be lying if I said I didn't think this one. It might be a little one-sided. A lot of points on one side, not many on the other. Yeah. <laughs> Colts yeah. defense. I, I don't know if anyone starts the week for defense, but that that is my good. start of the week. I actually have them starting in more than one league. Smart man. Because of, yeah. And and this isn't a shot at, at Gardner. This is more of a, the unknown of the be. backfield. I, I don't. I don't have for week one. Let me put it this way. I don't have faith that Gardner's just going to come out and just sling the ball. You know, 
50 times. <clears throat> right. Be able to have, I mean, the, the cool yes, he, might. Hey, he might have to. He might, he might, he might have might. to. He might. Mm-hmm. By, by halftime, he, he might. <laughs> now, I know that a lot of people, especially at I saw guys were spending huge amounts of fab on Reichwell Armstead, thinking that he was going to come in and be the guy to replace Fournette. And he's still on the COVID list, which doesn't mean he has COVID, but doesn't mean he's going to miss a ton of time necessarily. But there's other reports from from Jaguars camp saying that, yeah, he might be on the list for a while. So James Robinson, I think another guy that that kind of the unknown. Uh, but Chris Thompson is a, a guy that, especially in a PPR league, I think you could start as as an RB two with upside. I'm starting him this week. Yeah, I have him in our league. I'm planning on starting him this week. Um, it just with them not having other running back options and the fact that they're going to have to throw the ball, there's no way that they are not losing by multiple scores with their defense being as bad as it is. And Indy's offense being well, comparative to last year being as good as it is. There's no way that they don't have to throw the ball to the running back. Well, I mean, I mean, throw the ball in general, but yeah, this 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 game script is just speaking to all Chris Thompson owners. Please, please start this guy. Yeah, he might yeah, he, he might have ten catches in one half, like all in mm-hmm. the second half. Just just dump offs because no one's going to be open because they're going to triple team DJ Chark. And he's like, well, here you <laughs> right. go, buddy. Here we here we go again. <laughs> I'll tell you, especially going into his third year, DJ Chark is this is like. This is going to see how talented he really is as a wideout because he's going to be looking at a lot of double coverage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is with the Jaguars' receiving cores, they have a lot of guys behind Shark who could, like, who are pretty good. I mean, they have Dady Westbrook, they have Chris Conley, I mean, LaVisca Chenault, the rookie there. (laughs) LaVisca. You know, they. They have guys behind Shark that could do some damage if if, uh, Gardner can you know, give them the ball. <laughs> right. So I, I, I don't even think them triple teaming DJ Chark is that big of a deal because they do have some talent behind him. So they, he's going to have to throw the ball. And right. who ends up with the, the targets is anyone's guess. But I think Chris Thompson's a good bet because it will be the easy dump off pass that he will probably need to make. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, they're, they're wide receiving core. They've always just had struggled with somebody being consistently healthy enough to establish, you know, that, that solid number two last year, Chris Conley had some boom games. We joked. Right. He was kind of like the chiefs cast off and all of a sudden he comes and one of them was a revenge game against the chiefs, but I digress. Right. You know, it will be interesting. You know, they still have Keelan Cole is another guy that mm-hmm. had some flashes, but, LaVisca, I'm glad you brought it up again, so I didn't have to. I'm not saying week one gold, but in terms of the season long, you know, preparing for year number two for him, he's going to be one of those guys that's, that's fun to watch. Uh, the cold side of the ball, obviously, T.Y., you're starting him. Phillip Rivers, you could do worse Meh. at the quarterback. Meh. Meh. <laughs> you know, if, you, if you're comfortable with a ceiling maybe of 250 yards and two touchdowns, I think his ceiling is maybe a little bit higher than that, but I definitely am not. Yeah, he's not somebody I'd be excited about starting for sure. I, just, well, I mean, if they're up, if they're up a lot early, I could just see them running the ball right throughout Down the entire throat, yeah. second half, just nonstop. Jonathan Taylor, just yeah. give the rookie the ball and watch him go. <laughs> Between him and Mac, I mean, I 
bunch of trucks. Yeah, I mean, we can look at a situation <laughs> where Philip Rivers doesn't have to throw the ball at all the entire season. Yeah. <laughs> he throws the ball two times all game. Jim and Jimmy Garoppolo style. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> I mean, guys have done it successfully other places, and that that is a phenomenal O-line. Which, isn't it crazy? I will just say this real quick. Remember what? Andrew Luck's first two or three years when he's just getting bodied game after game after yep. game. How terrible their O line was, and now they're literally the the like top three, if not the best ranked O line in the league. Well, oh, yeah. yeah, remember we were talking about how stupid they were because they like needed O line help, and was that the year that they drafted uh, what's his face, the wide receiver that was just with the Pats? Why can't I think of Phillip his name? Dorsett. They spent like their first three picks on position on uh, offensive skill players when. Yeah. Andrew Luck took like 50 sacks the year before. Yeah, remember? They're like, oh, no, no. The thing that we need when a guy has no time to throw is really fast wide receivers right. that can only run go routes. Remember LeVon Brazel or Brazel? Yeah. <laughs> Brazel, yeah. Yeah. Poor Luck. I, I don't blame him for retiring early. He's like, listen, I'm going to go be the Geico caveman for the rest of my career and screw you guys. I'm going home. Right. <laughs> Uh, moving on, the Bears and Lions. Uh, again, not exactly a game that probably inspires <laughs> too much. To... <laughs> I'm dying to see that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Adrian Peterson signing with the Lions just to murky up that backfield just a little bit more. Yeah. Um, Trubisky named the starter for Chicago. I mean, I, uh, it. They it, tried that. They tried that before. How'd that go for? I'm pretty good. Yeah. You know, it's funny because Allen Robinson was a WR7 last year and Trubisky throwing him just ducks. So I guess for if you're an Allen Robinson owner, that's actually good news maybe for you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some more ducks, Allen. Yeah, Catch them. right. Catch them and then get just wrecked. <laughs> the question <laughs> The question on I think on everybody's mind is which one of the Bears uh, seventeen tight ends is going to be the one that breaks out. I would I, 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 I wish I was making that up. At one point, I think they had twelve tight ends on their roster and then drafted <laughs> Cole Clement. <laughs> They're like, we have a position of need. We have twelve, <laughs> but we need more. Easy idiots. Yeah, I mean, unless there's anybody you guys are are dying to to talk about it. We can we can certainly move on from, from that snooze fest. Yeah, nope. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the Lions fast. receiving core is pretty startable. Marvin Jones is startable and obviously yep. uh Kenny G. Kenny G is Yeah. Great. Yeah. TJ but anybody else and pass. yeah. Uh, I guess yeah. Start yeah, I mean, which it, running back do you start for Detroit? None of them. Don't don't start any yep. of them unless yeah. you have to. I, and your name's Kevin. Unless so, <laughs> actually, you know what? That is a good point. So DeAndre Swift is still banged up right now. Uh, he's okay. still questionable for Week One. If he sits for whatever reason, I would feel comfortable starting on Johnson. Yeah, if he had to sit, yeah, I I, I don't disagree with you. Um, but obviously, I mean Stafford. Yeah, but, but Adrian Peterson, I mean, come on. I. I don't see what kind of thing right away. We'll see. But... Steals all of the goal line touches. Can you, two, you know what? For two touchdowns. I was just about to say. <laughs> Him and Frank Gore are just the ultimate, like, oh Debbie God. Downers yes. on a, <laughs> in a backfield. I was just about to say, can you imagine? Yes, of course we can imagine that. That's happened more than once now. <laughs> yeah. So moving on, a game I'm actually really, really excited for, the Raiders and the Panthers. Uh, 
I'm excited to see a what Teddy B does with that offense, and I'm excited also for B to see what the Raiders do with their offense. It, it seems like they've had two kind of transformations of what they wanted to do. Um, real quick, I mean, I I think a very safe play at the tight end position is Darren Waller. Um, yes, and obviously DJ Moore at the wide receiver position. But are there any guys that are obviously Christian McCaffrey too? I don't want to leave him out because. Hashtag, I love you. Uh, is there any of those guys that you are starting with with confidence and not necessarily even in a flex position? Um, so, no? As much as, as, as much as I would love to start a guy like Robbie Anderson, he just doesn't fit the Teddy Bridgewater play style of you know short intermediate quick passes and Robbie Anderson is a downfield guy granted that whole offense is like downfield guys so that's gonna be it's gonna be really weird to see what Teddy does he's gonna have to push the ball with this new offense with nothing but speed receivers so that's that's odd but um maybe Henry Ruggs just because I'm all, all all aboard the Henry Ruggs train I'm all all aboard the Rugs train this year. He has to see a, a just a buttload of targets. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm thinking Edwards, Brian Edwards. There. Um, yeah. He. Yeah. I, I don't. I wouldn't pretend. I don't know if I'd start him this week, but put him on your bench. That's what I did. I think they. All I've been hearing is good reports about him, and everybody's oh, he's great, just like Rugs. They're both starting. Week one, it's like okay. Like, well, well, no shit. Who else is gonna start? Hey, well, that's the thing. <laughs> but... Hunter, Hunter Renfro. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'd say Brian Edwards. I'm gonna put him on my bench. I probably won't start him, but if you're in a, in a pinch, I would think about starting him in the flex. Yeah. I mean, the Panthers' defense has also lost a lot of pieces. I mean, they are they're not exactly the uh, best mm. defense on the planet. Um, yeah, they're a really young defense yeah. as well. Like their defensive line is actually pretty pretty formidable. Picking up uh, Derek Brown in the draft, that guy's a monster. Yeah, <sighs> give him some time to develop. I, I keep hearing the uh, the next Aaron Donald, and not saying he's not going to be. That's just like you want to talk about looking at like <laughs> an uphill battle. Right. Yeah, I mean, with the measurables and with the with what he was doing at the combine, I mean, it's he's on the right track. Of course, he's got to put it together on the field, but the guy's an absolute freak of nature. Yeah. Uh, one guy that I'm not saying for week one, but it, the Raiders historically over the past few seasons have had some difficulty covering the tight end. Uh, Ian Thomas is a guy for his season-long outlook, especially with Teddy Bridgewater. He is a guy that I'm, I'm interested in. Um, with success that Jared Cook had before getting injured last year with Teddy B at the, at the helm, uh, was kind of brought in to replace Greg Olson. Greg Olson's obviously no longer there, so he is kind of the best of what they have. Uh, so if there's nothing else, uh, again, another eh, barn burner of a, yeah. a game in the making, <laughs> the Jets yeah, and the Bills. God. And I joke because it's, it's in the same division as the Pats, but the Jets' offense is <laughs> so good. They're so good. And have so much talent. Yeah, man. The Bills' defense is uh, – I 
I can't for Sam Darnold. I, I cannot see a scenario where he just lights the, the game on fire. But in terms of a, a safe floor spot start, James Crowder could look at 15 targets. Oh, well, he's going to be a PPR yeah. machine this season. It, it doesn't matter what the matchup is. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, maybe. Uh, in our, RB2 with upside. I think if you drafted Le'Veon Bell, you can't afford to sit him. Absolutely. Yeah. Unless he, yeah. unless he dropped some, unless he somehow in your league, everybody hated, everybody hated Adam Gase as much as we do, and <laughs> he dropped into like the thirteenth round. I don't think there. If you drafted him, you have to play him. Yeah. Even if yeah. it's kind of like meh. Uh, but on the other side of the ball, the Bills, I think, are actually going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, one guy, I will throw out my my. Maybe I guess first sleeper that we talk about is Zach Moss. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's had such a uh, just raving reviews of camp of both the ability to break tackles and his pass catching ability. Uh, something that Devin Singletary has that wiggle. Zach Moss is a big dude, so it kind of the the apples to oranges comparison. But I'm excited to see what they do in terms of the goal line. Uh, I picked up Zach Moss everywhere I could. Um, what do you guys think? Is there either uh, <clears throat> Diggs, John Brown, Cole Beasley? Um, the Jets. I mean, the only piece of their their secondary I ever really feared is now gone, in Jamal Adams. So yeah, uh, I I yeah. I mean, Diggs is a star. They didn't they didn't pay that guy to not be the guy. So right. he's gonna be the guy. I mean, John Brown was there. Was he was there last, he was there last year? year. Mm-hmm. He did, and he, he did, did really well. He had a really good yeah. season. So I, I think he's gonna be there. He's gonna lose a little bit of targets and stuff but i mean not a bad start if you're if you need a flex guy um and then like you said jake the the running back situation um devin singletary they've been saying he's been having fumbling problems um and that that could potentially lose him the starting job to zach moss so something to keep your eye on yeah i'm 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 a little worried about devin singletary uh I don't know if it was just like a com- – I don't know what it what the deal was. All last – well, I shouldn't say all last year. About halfway through last year when Devin Singletary finally kind of started to take over the lead back. And he kept being like, okay, give this guy more touches. They didn't give him more touches. Give this guy more touches. They didn't give him more touches. You know, like he was, he was in that middling area a mm-hmm. lot last year. And then they bring in Zach Moss this year – or draft, whatever. Zach Moss this year – and like, oh, we're gonna use them half and half. It kinda it feels that that situation where like <clears throat> ooh, I don't know how I feel about Singletary. He didn't really win the backfield last year when there wasn't a young like a young, really good person player. pushing him. Right. And so what makes you think he's gonna win the job or get enough to be super fantasy relevant this year? Right. That's a good point. Uh, we're gonna have to go through these a little bit quicker. Uh the next one the Browns and Ravens, uh Lamar Jackson. You're no brainer. Start <laughs> Don't of the week. Him. Don't start him. Put <laughs> him on your bench. He's junk. He's junk. Uh, good news though. Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, free and clear of any hiccups from his uh, abdominal hernia, vagina, whatever he was re- getting fixed last year. I'm just kidding. I need you to. I need you to do well this year. Uh, Hollywood Brown. No, I'm just kidding. Still not doing that. No. <laughs> Still not doing that. Uh, I will say part of the news too, they extended, I'm uh, sorry, the Browns extended Kareem Hunt for two years. 
just add some more murkiness to that backfield of who you should start each and every week. Right. So, oh, sorry, there goes Joe. that. I think you start both of them. I think you start you um, start Chubb as an RB one fringe. Late, I would say fringe yeah, fringe. At this point. But then you start um, Kareem Hunt as a flex um, late RB two if you need if you're in a pinch. I think you could start both of them each week. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Perfect. I agree. Uh, I think it's, tur- it's turning into like a Kamara Ingram type exactly. backfield split. I'm fine mm-hmm. with that. The uh, Jarvis Landry, I believe, is uh, almost back to full speed as well. So, any hiccups about starting him, I think you can, you can get rid of those too. Uh, I guess we'll move on then. Uh, Seahawks and Falcons, another game I'm really excited to see this week. Yeah. Uh, DK Metcalf. Love him. Start him. <laughs> Fire him up! I think he's gonna have a huge game. Yeah, yeah. And truly, I, I think this could be one of those games that that winds up, you know, forty-two to thirty-six type of thing. Like that, both defenses aren't great. I mean, Jamal Adams going to Seattle. I think that it, it does add some talent, but I don't think it adds enough that this game doesn't have the potential for an absolute shootout. Right. Yeah. Uh, aside from the big names, is there anybody that you guys are thinking of that? that might be able to, in terms of a sleeper. Not really. Everybody you're starting um, there. Yeah, mean, you're, you're starting Lockett. You're starting Metcalf <clears throat> on the Seahawks side of the ball. Carson, you're starting Carson, as a yeah. RB2. Ideally, <laughs> not an RB1, but right. <laughs> in my case, yes, an RB1. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, and then on the other side of the ball, um, you got Julio, Calvin Ridley. You're going to start those two guys, and then you have Todd Gurley. So I mean, there's really no, no secrets on these two yeah, teams. Yeah, maybe maybe the only guy you don't start is Hayden Hurst going up against Bobby Wagner. That's not exactly mm. a, a prime time matchup that you want to be uh, starting if you can avoid it. Yeah, right. You know what though? I mean, the the Seahawks were the second worst against the tight end last year. Uh, How? I, behind the <laughs> Arizona Cardinals. I think Jamal Adams being added to that secondary might have alleviated those issues. Um, it definitely helps the cause. I might uh, be a week one fade with Hayden Hurst, I agree. Uh, but the rest of those guys, I think you can start with absolute confidence. And let's not forget, unlimited. <laughs> Big Will Disley, start him. I don't know. Is he back? I don't know if he's back. I don't know. I, don't, I, don't I, know I, he I think. Is. But if he is, start the him. Arrow, <laughs> the arrow was not. pointing up. Like, if he's if, not, if he's not, do you do you start Greg Olson or do you just say fuck it? Like, I, I no, I'd say just no. I'd, if yeah, you, if, 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 if you Greg have Olsen, to start Greg Olson, you're in trouble. Yeah, I mean, right. <laughs> you have to start Greg Olson. Every other team in your league drafted two or three tight ends. Yeah, <laughs> no shit. Yeah, <laughs> or you're in a twenty team league. Yeah, or Greg Olson's like hey, he's a solid tight end too with upside. No, he's <laughs> no. He's Greg Olson. Yes. Uh, moving on, the Chargers and Bengals. I think Joe Burrow is going to have a tough go <laughs> week one of his NFL career. Yeah. Just in case, you know, Casey Hayward and Desmond King were not a good corner duo, they decided to add Chris Harris as well. So yeah. that's fun. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, not to mention Melvin Ingram and uh, Mr. Bosa there coming yeah. off the edge. Right. Thank God they don't have Darren James or else he'd be in real trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I don't – maybe this is this is the unpopular opinion uh, in Cincinnati and unpopular everywhere else in the world. I'm not starting Joe Burrow week one. 
I don't nope. even. I think maybe besides people Boyd, start him. I don't know. <laughs> is he is nope. he a starter? I don't. I would hope not. His season well, throughout you went. You waited the entire draft for quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't draft one. <laughs> you didn't draft one at all. <laughs> uh, are you starting any of the pass catching options in Cincinnati this week? Tyler Boyd, yeah, yeah, Boyd, yes, Boyd. The it. rest, no, no. I don't. I mean, no. It no. I I don't disagree with with you. Like in a perfect situation, but do you think AJ Green dropped enough that people are not going to have to start him in a in a league like ours where we have like three wide receivers and a flex or two flexes, I guess that involve a wide receivers where you could theoretically start five wideouts. I mean, if you have to start AJ Green. Yeah. Putting him in the flex is, I mean, you could do worse, but we don't know what AJ Green's going to look like. No, I, I would know. try to look elsewhere. Yeah, if right, possible. right. It's Especially a it's a, it's a rough week. matchup for him, and he and he, he's Absolutely. already he's already been banged up this this training camp. That's that, that oh, doesn't yeah. that doesn't bode well for this guy. He did just get the notes that he is quote good to go for Sunday, yeah. whatever that means. <laughs> Yeah, didn't that happen in like week four last year? Good to yeah. go home. Good to go home. Good to <laughs> yeah. go to IR. Uh, on the other side of the ball, I, Austin Eckler and Keenan, I think you're easy starts. Keenan, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Mike Williams is still questionable. I, I, I don't, he uh, just, wasn't officially they, rolled out, I, but yeah. total. Even if he Mike was going to, even if he dressed, I wouldn't play him. Yeah. In yeah. this game, for yeah. sure. Uh, a couple others Justin Jackson, Joshua Kelly. I think that you can. You can fade away from uh, – you're not in a position where you're going to have to start those guys. Ideally not. They're going to split, if anything. I don't think either of them really have a, a leg hold on that running duty. I mean, Austin Eckler's not going to get do a ton of rushing, but he's he has control of that backfield yeah, in right. a sense. Justin Jackson's still dealing with a foot injury too, so it's pretty much Joshua Kelly or bust if Jackson right. doesn't play week one. And then Eckler, obviously, you're, you're looking at – potential top five upside right uh the cardinals and the 49ers uh i don't think george kittle could have had a better situation for week one playing the cardinals with debo and brandon Ayuk. on the wrong side of questionable put it that way uh before we get into the kind of the more obvious starts one player i want to throw out to you guys kind of gauge your opinions debo and brandon Ayuk sit on Sunday, I am all in on Kendrick Bourne. How do you guys feel about starting him as a flex WR three with upside? Yeah, I mean, some someone's got to catch the ball, right? I mean, if it's not Debo, because I mean, is, I'm, I'm assuming he's not playing. Is that is that true? <laughs> they they were hoping he was going to resume practicing this week, which does not mean. That all of a sudden he's like, "Hey, I didn't practice all week, or you know, all of camp, but yeah, I am like, yeah, but I can play. Good to go. <laughs> I'm going to be doing jet sweeps and quick slants and rushing for however many yards too. I don't think he's going to be doing any of that. Yeah, so probably not. So you've got him out. You've got a rookie in Ayuk. You've got, uh, I mean, obviously they've still got their their running game and George Kittle, but outside of their tight end, some wide receiver has to catch the ball. I mean, right." If not Kendrick Bourne, then who? It does vote a little bit more too with him. They've been talking about how, and I, and part of it, I don't know if it's just him talking or if it's him talking with the team. But Kendrick Bourne is is hoping for an extension this year too. So he was one of those guys you were never going to start him on a week to week basis, 
but if you started him in the right matchup, he was getting two touchdowns type of thing. He was a really, really good red zone presence. Yeah. So I am all in. Uh, what do you guys think? I don't know. At the same time, I feel like that team could eas- just as easily go with uh, 75 yards passing from Garoppolo and 400 combined yards on the ground. So that's the only thing that worries me about starting Kedrick Bourne. Uh, what about any of the Cardinals? Uh, D-Hop, obviously, Mr. I just got my extension. But what about what the other receiving what options? What a baller. He is a baller. Yep. Uh, and then Kyler Christian, starting. Christian, Christian Kirk. Kirk. Christian Kirk, I'd start. Um, yeah. And then Fitzgerald is really the fringe guy that you really want to talk about. Like, who would you – start him in a flex WR three position if you had to, or do you think he's dropped enough out of that offense to not start him? I mean, I'm I'm picking San Francisco to win this game. So I think Kyler will be throwing a lot. Hopkins will be getting a lot of Sherman treatment. I mean, not that he's amazing. I mean, he's still great, but he's not absolute lockdown. Hopkins can beat anybody. Um, Fitz will probably get some looks in this game. Yeah. If not, based on the fact that, you know, you try and shy away from Sherman and it's your slot guy right in front of you. I mean, I can easily see him like five catches playing from behind in this game. Yeah. Five for yeah. five for 50 score, score, Maybe a or, touchdown. or no yeah. score. Who knows? I mean, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a decent flex plus spot right there. Right. Yep. I think, and, and this is not a shot at Larry. I mean, he's one of my favorite players of all time. If I am in the position where I have to start Larry Fitzgerald in my flex, there has to be another a better option in terms of more guaranteed <laughs> targets and more guaranteed carries. Because if we're talking flex, I mean, you have the luxury. I would go so far to say if it's between Larry Fitzgerald and someone like Jonu Smith, I'm probably going to start Jonu. Oh, that seems, that seems like a shot at Larry, Jim. Ah, Larry, I didn't mean it. <laughs> I didn't mean it, buddy. But it, we want Larry on the show. You see what I'm saying, though? So... <laughs> I love Larry. I, I don't see – I see more of Kenny, uh, Kenny Drake being used than I do Larry in terms of the past. Yeah, I do too. True. Uh, pretty much, yeah, the others are kind of the, the no-brainer starts. Kenny Drake, you're not sitting him. He, he could be in a walking boot and I would still start him. No. I'm kidding. <laughs> if he, for whatever reason, doesn't play, Chase Edmonds should be either already on your team like BK or if he's the guy that – I mean – Give it till tomorrow. If Kenny Drake is still not practicing tomorrow, pick up Chase Edmonds. Right. Uh, moving on, the Buccaneers versus the Saints. Uh, we- That's a good game. <laughs> oh, God, the Saints are going to get destroyed. <laughs> I'm, just <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't believe I that see at this, all. I see this game being like 85 to 126 <laughs> or something <laughs> insane like that. I think there's just going to be so many – points <laughs> and probably I, if Mike Evans was playing I would I would see this score being 60 to 61 as a final it, score but yeah. him, him not playing maybe maybe not playing definitely slows him down a little bit yeah it, Mike Evans not playing I mean he did have a goose egg against the Saints last year so I'm yeah, just yeah, throwing that got, out there he, he got Marshawn Lattimore very well yeah. that game he was just and had, then the other game, I think he had like two touchdowns. So I mean, yeah, it does seem. Like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Who are you guys picking to win this game? This is my, I mean, obviously, Kev's picking a six. is Tampa by six. Because the Saints, the Saints, oh, oh, the Saints, reverse psychology. Wow. The Saints oh, reverse psychology. Lose, listen, listen. The Saints are the slowest starting team maybe ever. They have won one week one matchup in the last eight seasons. So that's that's good. Is that that's true? Good. And it was last year. The shootout <laughs> that, 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 that they right. probably should have lost. No, the game they probably should have lost to Houston. That is the only week one game they've won in like eight years. So I don't see them all of a sudden coming out the gates firing against the Tampa Bay offense and a pretty actually good Bucks defense. Yeah. Was, Bucks run defense was the top three in the league last year. Exactly. Yeah. So. So, I, just, uh, I don't know, man. Because it's 1975. Yeah, right. <laughs> Can you just let's talk about the fact that the two starting quarterbacks in this game are like a combined what 86 years old? <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I think yeah, awesome. about that. Uh, Brady Breeze is going to be fun to this watch. The Super Bowl that we wanted last year, Brady Breeze. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I mean, not last year, two two years ago. I'm sorry. I would have taken it last year too. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure you would. <laughs> so, oh, so you start. You start those two guys. You start, you start everybody. everybody. Start game. everybody everywhere. There's not game. one person in this game that you don't start. Seriously, literally everybody. Thomas, Sanders, Cook, Kamara, See? Evans, Godwin, Gronk. Sanders. All three, all three other backs in fucking Tampa. Start them all. Oh, Ginbao or whatever. Sorry, they cut him. Sorry, they cut him. Gumbawale. Gumbawale. The Jags are signing that. Yeah, the Jags are signing that. I don't know if that's true. No, I, no I, saw, I saw the report a while ago. That's that's where he's going. Oh, there by Tampa. Crazy so basically, they the traded Jags that guy for Fournette. That's essentially what, what happened. Sounds Jags and Bucks just traded back. That was one team got the shit end of that. And it wasn't. And it, it was wasn't Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely Tampa. So that does, that does bring up an interesting conundrum. So if you are sitting there thinking about starting Fournette this week. I mean, I, this Do is just it. my opinion. I'll get your guys' opinion on this as well. I am starting Ronald Jones over Leonard Fournette. Not this would, week. Yeah, this I week, could, yes. Yeah, this week. I could see a scenario where you start Fournette as your flex back this week. I could see that. I mean, he, he wasn't going that low in drafts where you had an opportunity to take him so low that you had so many other guys to play at your flex. So, I mean, I think if you have him on your team, you took him in a position to, to start him immediately. Yeah. So, you're probably going to be forced to or put in some random round nine guy and start him at your flex. I mean, that's probably not what you're trying to do week one. If you I mean, he could easily have some goal line touches just this week. Yeah. If you have Leonard yeah. Fournette and you're starting a guy from round nine in your flex, you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're starting a guy named Carrion Johnson. Uh, listen, <laughs> if you're starting Carrion Johnson in your flex because you have to and you have no other choices and your name is Jake Demchek. Uh, Chris Godwin starting with more confidence than you probably ever need starting any other wide receiver, especially if Mike Evans doesn't play. Uh, and obviously, yeah. let's not – yeah. Go this whole segment without saying his name one single time. Michael Thomas. 
Yeah, Sorry. I think that's a no-brainer. There's no, there's no scenario where Michael Thomas should ever see your bench. Yes. But even, even, on, even on the bye injured, even if he's started. injured, you start that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you put him in your He'll still have 10 receptions. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll probably at least see 10 targets, even, even if he's on the bench. I'm sure Drew will forget and be like, oh, fuck, there's <laughs> 10 <laughs> times. Yeah. 10 <laughs> targets. Uh, if you're thinking about sitting Michael Thomas, you should do that thing that if – Oh, I wonder if my hand is bigger than my face and just punch yourself in the face. Or in the dick. Punch, your punch yourself right in the, the dick. dick. And that's it. Be done with it. Should I sit, Michael? To- Ow! Oh, sorry. Someone else <laughs> will punch you in the dick first. No, no, that's right. No is the answer to that. Sorry, sorry. Uh, so getting into Sunday night football, going to be another phenomenal game. The Cowboys and the Rams. Uh, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Amari Cooper... Michael Gallup. I'm not starting CD Lamb this week. Uh, I think I'm going to do the wait and see approach. Yeah. I would. You would? would Okay. Solely solely because Jalen Ramsey's on Amari Cooper. All night long. Amari Cooper's going to be. I mean, Jalen Ramsey just got paid for a reason. They've done nothing but hype up Jalen Ramsey this entire training camp. They said this guy's playing out of his mind in this new scheme. Yeah, that, that that doesn't bode well for Amari Cooper who's barely practicing. <laughs> Sorry, <guys. laughs> it does not bode well at all. So give yeah, me yeah, all of yeah. Michael Gallup and all of CD Lamb Week One, please. Okay, well there you go. Uh, Gray, I are you going to be sitting Amari Cooper this week? No, I can't. I as as much as that, I don't disagree with that thought process he's too high draft capital i can't you can't sit amari cooper could, i just could you afford to if you could afford to start if you could afford to, to yes yes if you can afford to i cannot afford to or i don't i don't feel i definitely don't feel comfortable with my other options if i don't start amari cooper there <clears throat> let me let me throw these few names to you gray uh marvin jones or amari cooper who's who are the lions playing again the bears the bears <laughs> Uh, that's a tough one, and that's bullshit because you know that I have Marvin Jones on my bench. <laughs> I know. I was thinking, was like, is he just gonna read off everybody on my bench? <laughs> I thought about looking on it, but <laughs> um, <laughs> so no. But no, I, I probably wouldn't. Okay. All right. The upside, the upside is just higher. I, even with Jalen Ramsey, I just, I don't know. It only has to happen once. They only have to get <laughs> Jalen Ramsey pulled off of him one time. Amari's going to finish with one catch for 10 yards and a touchdown. Like, yay, eight points. Eight points. And then you'll, I mean, and then you'll yeah. sit him next week, and then he'll score 75. 4,000 yards and yeah, 60 exactly. touchdowns. Will, I mean, the Cowboys wideouts are so talented, they might not have Ramsey Chattel. He could just stay on one side, all out sure. Right. I mean, who, who knows? Yep. That's true. Michael Doubtful. Gallup. Doubtful, but, you know, it can happen. <laughs> we can hope. <laughs> just more than anything else, I'm looking forward to my uh, yearly gray Amari Cooper roller coaster ride. I, I thought I for it. sure oh I was going to get shit for that. As soon as I took the pick, I was like, and here it comes. And nobody said anything. I was slightly disappointed. Don't worry. I, I'll, I'll... You didn't hear me LOL in the corner? No, <laughs> I didn't. I looked up. I just didn't hear. I didn't hear you. Oh, man. Also, shout out to the Rams for cutting their whole team to make app space and then giving it all to Jalen Ramsey. That makes sense. Hey, Good job, guys. Uh, <laughs> so on the Rams side, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. Uh, I'm still starting Cam Akers this week. 
we do have to skirt through these next two pretty quickly. Steelers Giants. Uh, Tate's still out. So let me throw these two names out to you. Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton. Of those two, which one are you starting? Darius Shepard. Darius Slayton. I was so glad you guys just did that because I'm also (laughs) Shepard. So it's (laughs) 50-50. Beautiful. The the consensus pick is everyone's wrong. (laughs) Honestly, the the consensus pick should be neither because the Steelers' defense is phenomenal. Phenomenal. I don't see too much outside of Saquon Barkley just going ham. Uh, Danny Dimes is still – dude, no preseason. We're just guessing that Danny Dimes is going to be doing anything this year. Uh, But on the Steelers' side of the ball, Deontay Johnson – how are you feeling about that one, Gray? Yep, I'm starting him. Um, start all no- the Steelers. What? Yeah. Start them all. Start them. Yeah. Start them all. I mean, the the Giants don't have a very – I don't even remember who is on their defense really. But, I mean, I know that their second – I know that their second corner isn't – I mean, granted, I guess Juju tends to be more of a slot guy. But I, I'm starting him against the Giants. Um, and I think that's all there is to it. Uh, Big Ben, you could certainly do worse at the quarterback position this week. Uh, yeah. Some concerns about his arm strength. I think those are going to be gone uh, after week one. So, and uh, the Titans Broncos, the last game we will discuss for week one. Football's back, guys. Uh, real quick, is there anybody on the Broncos besides Cortland Sutton that you are starting with confidence this week? You probably have maybe, to start Melvin. Maybe Noah. Yeah, Fant, Melvin. Maybe Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay is such a murky situation. You probably have to start yeah. Melvin Gordon, but um, it's a yeah. tricky. Who knows what we're gonna see? Yeah. I think Philip Lindsay is one of those wait and see what mm-hmm. his role is mm-hmm. type of things. I, I believe it's that's a really tough. tough you draw, T- Tennessee's a good team. Let's yeah. not forget right. that they were a playoff team. They knocked off. They knocked off Baltimore. Yeah. They, they're a very capable team. And they just added Ginger Dave and Clowney. That's a big hit. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they're a very capable team. But Philip Lindsay, you probably drafted him low enough where you don't have to start him. So, I would sit him this week just to see what, what yeah. the situation is and then go from there. Yeah. So, and I think Melvin Gordon's in the same boat as some of these other guys where you might have drafted him too high. To sit mm-hmm. there and not start him as your RB one or two, right? Um, on the Titans side, obviously Derrick Henry is your no-brainer start. AJ Brown, honestly, I throw AJ Brown as a no-brainer start as well. Yep. Um, yep. I mean, because you know, with Von Miller, with Von Miller being out, the person that could really benefit the most from that is Tannehill and the passing offense. Like, hey, he's gonna have all true. day to throw. Yeah, mm-hmm. no one coming at him unless yeah. from Drill Casey. <laughs> Right. I mean, we already knew that. We already know that Derrick Henry is going to eat. But yeah. now, even a situation Everyone. where Tannehill's never going to get pressured right. on the like, field. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with, with that being said, I'm picking the Broncos. No. Totally not. <laughs> <laughs> we are looking at a Jarrell Casey revenge game. I will just throw that out there. <laughs> that is true. We could end up seeing a five sack performance from a, a defensive tackle. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> well fellas uh i don't know about you guys i words cannot describe how excited i am in in such a shit year that 2020 has been we always have football 
So thank God we didn't lose that. Thank God is right. Yeah. So, Hopefully this lasts the entire season. <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah. So as always, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever platform you're listening on, we do appreciate the support. Jake, Kevin, Kevin. Adam, we are the Unruly Gents Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe. As always, thank you for the support. Fellas, it's football time. Oh, thank you.